This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. It's definitely getting to be tournament time, and we're less than two weeks away from the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. We'll hear from John Markham, the tournament director, and we're less than a week away from the muskie opener, so it's time to start talking about those big fish. Caleb Shavlik of the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office discusses a big study they're in the second year of on the muskies of Mantrap Lake. It's all coming up on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. I got my fishing pole keys, tackle box in my hand. Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man. But the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass. And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my mercury right in the bag. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me. Cause I'm fishing Paul Bunyan Country. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. This is Mandy Yurk, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic is coming once again. It is presented by Acme Tools, uh, Milwaukee Tools, and Honda Power Equipment. John Markham, who is the chairperson, is joining me. And, John, i got to ask you, how did you get roped into this? I mean, why did you volunteer for this? <laughs> well, hey, we're uh, uh, part of the Knights of Columbus, and uh, this is what we've been doing since uh, Krause Anderson handed off the baton to us. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, we have 100 teams again this year competing for a grand prize of $12,500 on June 11th. Uh, festivities begin about 6 a.m. in the morning, and the uh, boats all take off at 7 a.m. and fish all day, and then they uh, return um, from about 3.30 to about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then... Um, at about 4:30, we uh, we have uh, a big awards ceremony, and um, yeah, during the day we got uh, other festivities going on. The Boy Scouts are uh, got a cornhole tournament going on, um, and we're giving away. Oh, that's brand new! It's the it first is. year for that. That's yeah. kind of exciting, right? Um, yeah, all the proceeds for that. Um, Cornhole tournament goes straight to the Boy Scouts, so come and support them. You can I'll sign up for that by going to uh, the Boy Scouts uh, website, bac-bsanew.org. Uh, click on the calendar, and you can register right from there. Yeah, you just got to go to June 11th and choose a, a walleye 
walleye tournament, cornhole tournament. And right. There you go. Yep. So they, they, this was something new that uh, that they decided to do, and uh, and there is a cost to it, but it all goes to the Boy Scouts, and it's kind of a cool thing. You come down, uh, you play in the tournament, take advantage of some of the other family things that are going on that are absolutely free there, have some food, and then watch the, uh, well, it's not really a weigh-in, but watch the award ceremony where we reveal who the champion is. Uh, we got some new twists and turns this year, and so come on down and check it out. Uh, have a famous Knights of Columbus foot-long hot dog. Yeah, come on down. Bring kids down. We got uh, blow-up toys and, and stuff for the kids to do, too. We, we also, of course, uh, do this tournament every year, or you guys do. I, I am on the committee, but I'm not a Knights of Columbus because I'm of the wrong church family <laughs> but they let me in which is nice <laughs> um, <I> love Kevin. <laughs> so but it's a cool thing uh that we are back to normal that we got all this stuff going on and most importantly that we are supporting a number of area organizations with the funds that the, this tournament brings in we are kev uh last year we gave out sixty eight thousand eight hundred dollars to eleven Bemidji area nonprofit organizations. Um, so for the 21 years that Kraus Anderson and the Knights of Columbus have run this tournament, we have to date given away 933000 So we are really hoping that we're going to cross the $1 million line this year. So, um, yeah, buy um, um, at the boat is at the raffle tickets are being sold at Lucan's and Acme Tools and Northland Bait and Ace Hardware, and Lucan's. Might have said Both that already. Lucan's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, stop in there or, or hunt down a Knights of Columbus guy and uh, buy a raffle ticket. And um, Ray's Marine has graciously uh, donated another boat this year, a much bigger boat this year. Um, it's got a 50-horse motor. It's a 1650 Angler SS, and there's uh, uh, we're going to have a Helix Graph and a uh, Minkota trolling motor to go with it, so it's really a fantastic top prize. Yeah, so, so yeah, there's a little more toys uh, to it this yeah, year than there has been yeah. in the past, so very cool. Yeah. That's a $10 ticket, and uh, and again, uh, there's there's cash prizes if you don't win the boat that you can right. win as well. So yeah. uh, very, very uh, good way to help this cause. And again, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I hope we hit a million this year. That would be really exciting. It would be really fun, yep. Um, why did the Knights of Columbus decide to get involved in this tournament? I know uh, Kraus Anderson had decided that doing a fishing tournament in the height of construction season just wasn't practical for them anymore. Um, but why did the Knights choose to pick up the tournament? So um, the cool thing about um, the Bemidji Council 1544 uh, Knights of Columbus is that we have about uh, 250 people that that are part of our council and so we got the manpower to do it and so um it just seemed like a nice uh, a good fit um a uh, dan voss was part of the walleye classic the kraus anderson walleye classic for a long time and he was a knight is a knight and uh so that was kind of the bridge and uh yeah been running it ever since. So. so that's about seven years for you guys? Yeah, 2015, like 2015. Okay, yeah, so this will be your seventh yeah. time. Well, six, because one year we didn't have it. We didn't have it, yeah. Like everybody else in America didn't have something. <laughs> John Markham is the tournament director of the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic. We've got a lot more with John to come later on in the show. But up next, we're on the brink of muskie season. So we're talking muskies with Caleb Chavlik of the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. they got a big project going on on Mantrap. 
We'll get the details next on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Mike Frisch of Fishing in the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We're going to take a look at one of the uh, growing in popularity musky lakes in Paul Bunyan Country, and that is Mantrap, Big Mantrap, in the Park Rapids area. We have Caleb Chablet, the Assistant Supervisor out of the Park Rapids area office joining us. Caleb, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you very much, Kev. So uh, Mantrap is a, is a lake that has had muskies on it a long, long time, and it's a lake that, though, I think um, has gotten quite a reputation, probably within the last five to ten years, as those numbers... And those sizes have grown. It's getting to be uh, a lake that gets a lot of musky uh, pressure on it, isn't it, Caleb? Yeah, that is correct. It, it, it's a well-known fishery in the Park Rapids area for muskies. And just like Kevin said, the sizes have, have started to increase a little bit. And that could be related to the stocking that we have done going back all the way back to the, back to the 50s. First started with Chupac drain, and those are generally smaller. But then we switched over to the Leech Lake drain starting in 1988. And that's why we start seeing the size distribution get a little bit larger. But for just like for the monkey population, it takes time. And that's why we're seeing the benefit of the stock in the third back in 88. We're seeing the benefit of larger sizes now. You definitely are. And uh, you actually are in the midst of a two-year uh, population survey of muskies in that lake, correct? Yeah, that is correct. It's just the monkey technical committee devised some um, sampling protocols. And this is the second second time around doing it on the man trap lake last year in 2021 we set some large trap nets in the in the shallow just try to capture the monkey that we can last spring was not the best time in terms of water to warm up when the ice disappeared and we struggled a lot of other lakes in minnesota struggle to get monkeys with a large trap net but that's not reflective what's out there we actually captured about 50 about 50 monkeys and we actually put a pit tag in them or a passive transfer integrated transponder so we can scan it, and we can tell, okay, when was this fish caught, how big was it, and what maybe maybe came from a stocking. So we know what pond it came from, how big at the time of stocking. Is there anything uh, the average angler out there needs to know about the survey, anything they need to do? No, there's really nothing they can do because the pit tag is inside the fish, so you don't know what fish it has those in. And just, we just, people take, just take advantage of the fishing opportunities out there. Okay, so you'll do this again this year, and then uh, when will you uh, have your final report? The final report will be done about this time next year, but as for the spring, we're acting, the second half will consist of lecture fishing. And we'll have a crew of two or three people out there, and we'll have spotlights. It will be after dark. We'll be trying to stalk the muskies. Once we go at a nice, steady pace, we can just cruise right by the muskies. If we see one, then we'll circle back around, and once we get close enough, we'll zap them with electricity, you temporarily stun them, and people up in the front of the boat have to be very quick because they get done just like we will get done with electricity. We get shake a little bit, and they'll blast a lot, so we have to be quick to get them out of the water. But give them two seconds, it's just like nothing has happened. We'll scan it to see if it has a pit tag. If it doesn't, we'll put a pit tag in it, 
and we'll so we can see make sure we're not capturing the same fish multiple times in a single season. So if people are out there at night and on, and see on Big Man Trap these big spotlights, that's what they are. I'm not worried about you finding out there's no muskies there. We know there's plenty of muskies there and really nice sizes too, as we noted earlier. Yep, that, that's correct. And there's a lot of forage out for them to feed. Can we know there are tulipies out there and they'll feed on white suckers and yellow perch. What are you hearing anecdotally from people who are fishing that lake? I mean, uh, what kind of sizes are they pulling in on an average day? That's a good question. I don't, I've not heard a lot anecdotally from a lot of people, but they're pulling in the mid low 40s and you'll get opportunity to get to 48. And I know there's several of the fish above 53 inches out there because we one example that we had last year was not quite 53 inches. For me, uh, I'm not getting real scientific data. I am seeing uh, Isaiah Hahn's Facebook page, and he, you know he's a guy who loves to go musky fishing out there. And boy, he uh, they bring in some big ones there. So I mean, I think there's lots of opportunity for a lot of uh, musky anglers to, to have some fun out there on on Big Man Trap. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Isaiah Hahn came out with us a couple years ago, on, and he just got excited when he saw a musky, and we just had a um. To be a little calm here. We don't want to get them away. We want an opportunity to catch them. <laughs> well, again, it's a, it's a lake that, uh, as you noted, has had muskies for a long, long time, but really, I think, has come into its own probably in the last decade. And as you noted, the growth of those uh, those leech lake strain is is very, very helpful. Um, but uh, and I, I think it gets definitely a decent amount of pressure, but probably not as much pressure as some of the better known musky lakes yet. But it probably will fairly soon. Yep, and, and the big picture, you know, that population estimate that we're trying to do is trying to see how that density is compared to the larger lake. And Mantrap is on the, on the upper side of the high density population compared to other lakes. We might not see the sheer numbers compared to Leech Lake or Winnie or Lake of the Wood just because of the size. But in terms of the number of fish per acre, we're probably right up there. So are you still stocking the lake now? Yes, that, that, we are still stocking on an even-year basis right now. But that comes back to back to the 1980s when we switched over to Leech Lake train. The staff in the office with that had questions, are we actually contributing to the population? So we tried different ways of marking the fish, such as a fin clip and encoded wire tags. In 2009 and 2013, we did a more in-depth detail of sampling, trying to see, are we contributing to the population? We saw there was a lot more natural reproduction going out there than we thought it was happening. But we just started getting questions of the, the fin clip and the wire tag were, were making sense to each other in some of the years that we thought we should have seen both. But that way, we went started going to the pit tag or the passive integrated transponders. And now it just takes time for us to see what we're doing. And if there's more natural reproduction going on there, maybe the goal might be cut back on the stock and let Mother Nature take a course, and it'll be a, still be a very good fishery because it always has been a good fishery in terms of numbers. I think one of the uh, you know the things that I've seen or you know uh, is a concern on some of these stocked well, uh, musky lakes is that uh, getting multiple year classes has been a more difficult test. Have you found that to be the case on Mantrap, or do you have a nice uh, uh, several different year classes in there? Yeah, we, we have several different year classes out there, and all the stuff that we have done Mantrap over the years, we're always trying to provide more information so, so we can better manage the fisheries. And one case in point is we've been taking scale samples of these fish for a long time now. We did some DNA analysis, and we found how much uh, leaf lake contr- strain contributing and uh, two-pack drain, 
I'm a still contributing, and also we did a one stocking back in 87 of Wisconsin strain. We're still surprised of how much Wisconsin strain is still contributing to, to the population, but slowly Leech Lake is doing, taking over the lake, and that's why we saw one year we saw some man trap strain remnant. We didn't know what that was, but it's pretty much man trap has been almost eliminated from the, from the lake. Okay. Well, everything moving over to Leech Lake strain. Anything else you want to share with us before we wrap it up, Caleb? Not really in terms of what's happening on man trap. It's just a, it's a unique fisheries. And every time we go out there, we like to try to get more information so we can better manage the fisheries. As long as we're talking about uh, man trap, what else might we find out there besides muskies if we're going fishing? If you're going fishing, it's probably well known for the black crappie fish, black crappies. Well, that's the only two fish species that a lot of people go fishing for, black crappies and muskies. But it's actually a hidden fisheries for limehouse bass and smallmouth bass. If you know how to fish them, it's a bigger body of water. But if you get into them, you'll get some nice sizes of both large and smallmouth. Yeah, you're right. It is a big body of water. How many acres is that lake? It's about 1,500-acre lake. He is Caleb Shavlik. He's the assistant area supervisor out of the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. They're into year two of a population survey and study of muskies on Big Man Trap. Caleb, thanks for taking the time today. Thanks for inviting me, Kevin. Up next, I check back in with John Markham, the tournament director of the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic. We're only a week and a half away from the big event. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Checking back in with John Markham, the tournament director of the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic. It's about a week and a half away. We talked a lot in the last segment about things being back to normal. But there is one change, and this was not COVID-related. This is uh, you know, just a change in technology and, and a change in uh, what you know, the DNR is hoping more and more people do with their tournaments. We went with the, uh, with the app-based electronic uh, measurement of fish, and that's not going away. No, it's not. Um, in fact... Um one of the reasons that we decided to go with this is that it helps the walleyes stay fresher and more likely to survive. Right, yeah. So you just pull the fish out, you weigh it, um, you take a couple pictures, and you put the fish back in rather than having being alive well and then running it up on stage. And um, So it's good for the resource. And that's something the DNR has been hoping to see more and more tournaments do, and more and more tournaments have gone ahead and done that. I mean, Leech Lake won the weekend before ours is doing that as well. Um, and most most tournaments are. I think the interesting thing that that we're doing with this one is is maintaining that uh, two over, um, because most of the time, since it's catch and release, most tournaments go with the five biggest fish or the six biggest fish, um, regardless um, of slots. But we're we're acting like it's an actual way in tournament in that uh, you got to get those. Uh, what is it? The four unders and the two overs. Three three unders. Three unders and two overs because it's yep. a five fish limit, right? right. So. So that still adds a, a little chess piece that that's kind of cool, and I love the fact that uh, we're turning off the scoreboard. So uh, as of about noon, nobody's going to know how anybody else is doing. You're only going to know how your team is doing 
Um, and that will hopefully bring some suspense when we count down the top 10 teams uh, at the end of the day. Right, right. So the, uh, you know, the, the cool part about not just having the top five fish is that um, it gives anglers that are that don't fish as often, let's put it that way, uh, a, a different chance to, you know, if they can get lucky and get one good fish and, and get uh, four under 20s, they're right in the money or potentially could be. So, yeah, yeah it keeps everybody kind of keeps the levels of the playing field. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, big prizes as as ever, uh, not as big as last year's 20th celebration, but still that's uh, well over ten grand to the winning team. Right, yeah. Last year we gave out uh, $20,000 to Kelly and Riley Kerb. Um, they were the top anglers of, of the day last year. Uh, this year, again, we're going back to 12500 and that's the way the tournament has been since its inception and uh, continuing to go with that way. And no problems getting people to sign up again, as always. Uh, they, it was uh, snapped up, and it's a waiting list. Right, yeah, yep. The, it's, and, um, yeah, full house right away. Um, when we turn on the app, it's uh, most of it fills up this, the first day. So uh, we, we don't have time to mention all the sponsors. We've been running a lot of ads uh, about those sponsors and, and uh, posts, and, and, and we thank them all. But, uh, boy, uh, you guys have a really generous group of sponsors again this year. Wow, and we've, we've taken on a lot of new sponsors um, and uh, the community has really reached out to us because they know that 100% of our proceeds go to the the beneficiaries. So, um, yeah, all the uh, we couldn't do this without the whole community chipping in, and and we see that when we're out asking for sponsorships. The other thing that we should note is if you come on down that day and and have the some fun and take part in things. You could also win a Traeger grill. Yeah, Ace Hardware uh, donated um, a Traeger grill, and uh, it's going to be, yeah, you got to be present to win. So come on down, put your name in, and you can walk away with uh, Good Eats. Yeah, uh, I, I really, I think I'm going to have to buy a ticket for that too. That's that's a good one. So no, you don't have to buy it. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. That's no, just it's there. just is. Uh, yep, just come by and put your name in the hat. Okay, so. Just by showing up, you could win a Traeger grill. You could buy the uh, the raffle tickets and get a boat motor trailer package uh, and some good cash prizes as well. We got the cornhole tournament going on, so kind of going to the next level here, John. We are. It's exciting times. Really enjoyed. Uh, uh, you've gone to way more committee meetings than I have. <laughs> I've been to plenty of these committee committee meetings too. Uh, I just love the the crew that works on this. Say they really enjoy the tournament. They really enjoy bringing this to the Bemidji area. And Knights uh, Columbus, uh, that's a good it's a good group of gentlemen. Yeah, thank you, Kevin, and we uh, we appreciate you and. Um Aaron Schmitz uh, is another non-KC uh, guy, and Nick Von Holt and a few others um, are are really at all the meetings and helping us out, and it's a great group. It's a great uh, tournament because it showcases Lake Bemidji, which is a, which is a gem. It uh, brings some people in from out of town, but I, I think more than anything, it just um, sometimes re uh, reminds us who live in this town uh, what a great lake we have, you know. Uh, in my case, a block away from where I work. Right, right. Yeah, Lake Bemidji is, um, I forget the actual how many 
um, fish were caught last year, but it's hundreds of fish are caught that day by the anglers and um, some really some quality fish too, um, some you know over twenty five inches some, sometimes. So, so tickets for the uh, raffle are on sale at the places you mentioned: Lucan's, Ace, um, Acme. And Northwoods Bait. Northwoods Bait from a Knights of Columbus member. They'll be on sale the day of the event as well. Um, then we'll start the uh, ter- the events with uh, some some giveaways, including that, and then we'll we'll bring on the winners. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. I, I'm expecting with the lack of pressure, and I've already I've already heard it from the reports I've been getting already on the show. But with the lack of pressure from the ice fishing season, really, on any lake in Minnesota because of the, the ice conditions this year, um, there's a lot of fish that weren't caught. Right. So I think we're in for some really good fishing that day. And, of course, it's a great time to go fishing in Lake Bemidji is mid-June anyway. Right, exactly. Anything else, John, before we wrap it up? Uh, no, just a special thanks to uh, all our sponsors and, uh, and all the people that have put time and effort in this. Come on down and see us on June 11th. All right, Saturday, June 11th. We're looking forward to it. John Markham heads up the crew from the Knights of Columbus, Walleye Classic. John, thanks for being in today. Thank you, Kev. Musky Opener is coming up Saturday, so we'll have more musky talk as the week wears on and some other great segments as well. But that's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. <laughs>